I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Side Hustlers. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. My full-time job is hosting my own morning show on 106.1 KISS FM in Seattle, Washington. I personally started Side Hustlers because I was unbelievably intrigued by the amount of people who were following a passion outside of their day job. People who were working in their free time on purpose because they believed in something. In this podcast, we hear the story of these side hustlers as we learn about their successes and failures. And we love supporting them because they're so passionate about what they do. And some of these people have even left their corporate jobs and turned their side hustle into their full-time job. This month, I wanted to do something a little different. We've got a special series called Moms Who Hustle in honor of Mother's Day. These women have their own businesses, while being a full-time stay-at-home mom. It's not easy. In this episode, we learn from Cheryl. She's the creator of Nordy Made, a jewelry company based in West Seattle, Washington. But it is sold everywhere, nordymade.com, N-O-R-D-Y-M-A-D-E.com. Cheryl is a former New York City fashion designer, and she was yearning to be creative after becoming a mom. She even lost herself at one point, and we're going to get into that. Cheryl shares with us how her jewelry line changed her life for a lot of people you know why are you waiting you know what you want to do this is something you want to do get up your butt and do it i'm a hustler side side hustler do it i'm a hustler side side hustler do it i'm a hustler side side hustler come on ask about me yo yo it's the side hustlers podcast with carla marie 
So one of the things I love talking about in this podcast is connections and how I've met people. And Cheryl is one of those crazy kind of connections. I met Cheryl's product before I met her. So I was at Allaire in West Seattle the day I also met Shandon, who's been on this podcast and has been awesome supporter of Side Hustlers and has had a lot of Side Hustlers events at her store. And I was there with King Five and we were shooting a What's Trending, which aired weekly at the time. And we were, and this is for NBC, and we were filming different things that Shandon had in Allaire. And she was like, you have to wear this necklace. This girl's awesome. She's a local mom here in West Seattle, and her products are amazing. And it was this, I think I wore, Cheryl, do you remember? It was the concrete. Okay, um, the concrete, yes. (laughs) So I wore the concrete circle necklace on TV, and I obviously fell in love with Shandon and Allaire that day and continued going back and was always looking at, these necklaces from Nordy Made. And it was the, I remember one day I was like, I'm going to buy this. I never normally buy jewelry because I have so much of it. And we go to all these events where it gets gifted to us. And I fell in love and just kept buying all of Cheryl's stuff. So that's why I'm so excited to have her in here this month because she's a mom, full-time mom with really a full-time business also. It's almost not a side hustle. So the way we've connected is crazy, and we're going to get more into all the connections that have come out of us knowing each other. But I've met your amazing products before I met you, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, no, totally. And you've, you're have you always wearing my necklace. <laughs> I am. I love it. And ironically, not at the moment. I was like, oh, this is so weird that you're in here today, and I have it on every day, but not right now. It's okay. I brought one. Yay! Look at that. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So based off your accent, we all know you're not from America. So how? No. Did you get here? During my undergraduate in Belfast, so I was a fine art major, and there was this thing called the BEI, the Business Education Initiative. They paired people from Northern Ireland with colleges in the U.S., and so you had to apply for it, and I got it for business, like a one-year diploma, and so they asked, you, you get to kind of select work. Well, we thought we could select where we wanted to go. Of course, I said New York, which, you know, I ended up there anyway. But um, (laughs) they sent me to Missouri. Um, So like a little town outside of literal America. Yeah. Midwest. They sent me to a little town called St. Charles, Missouri, just outside of St. Louis. So, yeah, I, I studied business for a year, went back home, finished my undergraduate. Then, you know, after graduation, I was, you know, selling my paintings in art galleries and kind of working full-time as a visual merchandiser and window dresser at a department store. I was doing both of those. I was like painting on the weekends and working full-time. And then I was like, okay, like what else? Like, is that it? You know, and I kind of had a taste of kind of being in America. And, you know, even though business was not my thing, I was like, well, how do I get back? And it's like, I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, well, how did so you get I, to you know, York? obviously I had the money that I was making selling paintings and, you know, my full-time job. And so I contacted my school and I was like, hey, I want to come back, but can you offer me like part scholarship so I can cool. pay for tuition and like yeah. do a master's because I wanted to do a master's in fashion. Like if I had to do that back home, I would probably have to start like with a undergraduate first wow. or something, you know? Yeah. So they offered me part, part scholarship. I literally only, because I worked a ton of hours at the president's office at school, I probably only had to pay like $6,000 out of pocket for my master's. I worked so hard. (laughs) And I literally, whatever savings I had from like what I saved in Belfast, I like took it with me and I gave it all to them. (laughs) And then you, and then how did you get to New York? Okay, so my, my boyfriend at the time was like, hey, so 
if you're studying fashion, like, and you want a job in fashion, you should probably go to New York. Like, you should try to get an internship in he New York. He was just trying to get you out of there? That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, what? You're trying, like, you're going to send me away? What are you talking about? What are you going to do? You're going to stay here? I was like, what? And he was like, no. He's like, I think it's like, that's what you need to do. Like, what are you going to do? after you finish your master's. I'm like, he's right. So I came around to the idea and I was like, okay, I'm going to start applying for internships. So I applied for, I applied for three internships. Actually, one of them was with Betsy Johnson. And my professor had said to me, don't take that one. She will make you sweep the floor and go for coffee. Like you need to go with a smaller place that's going to really use you and that really needs you. And it's going to like teach you all the behind the scenes stuff. And so I chose two smaller ones and I got a job out of one. Which were they? So it was a smaller contemporary designer. It was tons of work, but it kind of crashed during that whole like recession. I was the last one when things kind of closed up. I was the last one. Wow. Kind of out. Yeah. So it was contemporary. It was like cut and sew. Very modern. So it was after that job that you were sitting at a coffee shop, right? Or no? Yeah. So after that job, I was like, okay, things aren't going well here. I need to find a new job. I was on a visa, of course, because I was, you know, I'm not a citizen or anything. So they usually last three years. So I was like, I had a time frame on when I had to find another job. Otherwise, I would have to leave Mm. the country. So it was really stressful. So um, I moved from the Upper East Side to Long Island City with a friend of mine. And I was in a coffee shop working on my portfolio, calling recruiters, you know, making stuff happen. And Daniel was right next to me. Who is now your husband. Who's now my husband. (laughs) So it was like literally my first full day in Long Island City. I took my laptop to the coffee shop and he was right there. He was also working on his portfolio because he just walked out on his really stressful job. He worked at a photo studio in New York and was just like, I'm out. And that's how (laughs) you guys met. That's how we met. Isn't that crazy? Like it's what it's crazy. good things come of somewhat bad things. Like obviously yeah. your business, it's the like, business you're working for clothes and yeah. he was so fed up at his job and then you met each other. Yeah. It's honestly, it's amazing to look back. That's when you really see like, okay, that was meant to be. Yeah. Like everything was meant to be. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, people try to kind of change your path, you know, as you go through life and it's like staying focused and I'm like, I'm glad I did because I wouldn't have met him. And, and you guys, you know. where did you get married? We got married in Long Island City, actually. And then you, after getting married, being pregnant, you moved to Seattle. Yeah. Moved to Seattle at seven months pregnant. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. But honestly, it was the easiest thing I've ever done. Why? Out of this whole thing? Well, because we had just, we'd been in New York for so long. We both were kind of just, when you're there for such a long time, you're just like overstimulated, overworked. Everything's expensive. You just, your quality of life kind of, I don't know. And it's like when you find someone, you really take a step back and you kind of look at, you're like, what, what's our future look like if we're together? everyone around you is moving so fast. And everybody's pissed off. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to be pissed off because that person's (laughs) pissed off, but now I'm pissed off. (laughs) You know, and it's like, um, and it's kind of toxic. It all kind of like, Mm -hmm. it's all just radiates. And so, you know, obviously being pregnant in New York, you're, getting pushed on the subway like you can't get a seat it's it's rough you know and we both decided like we're just not doing this here I mean Dan took the reins and was just like we're we're out here and so he really started looking for a job and we just started packing boxes we didn't he didn't even have a job yet and we were already like packing the kitchen up and stuff and it was like we would put music on and like (laughs) 
It was kind of fun. <laughs> I, I feel like you guys are literally a romantic comedy. I'd watch it. Yeah, it's it's crazy to look back. I'm like, what were we doing? But honestly, it was so easy and how he got his job and everything. Like, it was totally meant to be. Like, there was actually an ad for an internship. He really liked the idea of the company. And he basically was like, you don't need an intern. Like, you need a full-time person. Wow. And here I am. And they got right back to him. And were, was they were like, well, the boss is in New York right now. If you want to go, go meet, meet him, him for lunch. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And honestly, like, after all the paperwork and everything, a couple of weeks, and we were just book in a U-Haul and I had the cat and the cat carrier and seven months pregnant and I just hopped on a plane. It was actually Sanco de Mayo so it was just our like four wow. year anniversary or whatever. Well I am so grateful for all of yeah. this because I got <laughs> to meet you out of all of it. So at what point did you say I want a jewelry company because you never you just did fashion you never did jewelry no. specific so you had no experience no. doing that or I guess the question would be when did Nordy made start? Okay. Specifically, or how did it start? Kind of, honestly, the process happened really organically. I did not want to own my own company. I did not. Like, I worked for a startup before, and I feel like I got a really good insight into what that was like. And, you know, she wanted to share the responsibility with me, but obviously not the profits, and it was a lot of work. I learned a lot, but I didn't want to own my own company. But I think moving to Seattle and then becoming a mom, just, you know, my husband was out at work all day, and I was, like, alone with a baby. I had just moved from New York. The transition was really hard. So I, I just felt like I needed to be creative, and I started making, like, baby blankets and like nursing pillow covers and just I don't know which stuff what, for the baby which is part of your fashion background <laughs> yeah I mean I know I know how to sew you know how to, I'm sure and you I like fabric yeah, yeah I, I do exactly. a couple <laughs> pattern but, making so what inspired you to turn from baby blankets to this jewelry that we all love and wear so we we bought a house my husband and I bought a house so we just started you know brainstorming like how are we going to decorate it we wanted to keep it within like the era um, and so I was researching furniture and lights and globes wow. and all this, you know, all this stuff. And we were both just getting carried away with all this like design inspiration. I started bringing plants into the house just to make it feel more like a home. There was that trend where people were like making concrete planters and things like that. Well, so I started. Yeah. For the record, I don't make concrete plant planters. I okay. buy them. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, this trend where people yeah. are just making. Well, concrete. when you're a designer, you kind yeah. of you're in a store. You're like, I could make that. The rest of us, we're <laughs> just like, I'm going to spend all my money on that. Thank you, Target. Whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. So you made concrete planters. I did. What? Yeah. So I just started. I actually made my own molds too, which is insane. I should have just bought them mold because it was really difficult and hard to make it. This whole thing control, is make it perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I I started doing that, and then I was making the Hameli air plant holders. It's like a finish, traditionally like a Christmas ornament. So it's I was like. My husband got me a little circular saw and I was cutting brass tubes and then I was like hand tying all these brass tubes together to make these um, geometric three-dimensional air plant like holders. What you're saying right now is in, is foreign to me. And it's fun. <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah. You know, I was working with these materials and I don't know, I just, I guess I wanted just to take it a step further, you know. So I was, as I was researching, I was coming across concrete necklaces and all these different wow. shapes with brass. And I was like, well, I have the materials. Like, why don't I experiment? Like, that would be cool. Yeah. And, you know, I hadn't bought clothes or anything for myself for such a long time. And I'm like, I want a new necklace. Like, I should just make it, like, see what happens. And so, yeah, I just started experimenting, created a bunch, different shapes and sizes 
brasses and started using the brass as well. My husband has a ton of tools. So I was like, hey, do you have this? Do you have this? And he's like, oh, you should use this. And he he works for a cabinet maker. Uh, He's a photographer. He was bringing me home like wood and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I could play with the wood. And so that was, I felt like I was able to like play with mid-century shapes out of this like walnut and like, so then I was like, oh, I'm kind of making jewelry. And well, it's crazy to me that you were able yeah. to take things like concrete and the brass you were using to build other things and wood and then turn it into jewelry. Like that your mind works like that. I can't even fathom that <laughs> at all. Like I cannot. I don't know. I just <laughs> you don't even have a reason. I, I, I don't even think I have a reason. Yeah. No. Well, I, it's like when you design, I don't know. I feel like I, I'll play around with shapes you know, I'm not like reinventing the wheel, but then all of a sudden, like one style can like inspire the next of course. style. So I feel like it just, that's my process. Like I need to be doing it in order for the next thing to come. Like I need to experiment. I need to work with my hands and feel the materials in order to come up with the next thing. Okay. So right now I'm on your Instagram. It's Nordy Made, N-O-R-D-Y-M-A-D-E. If anyone wants to check out what you do. And it's also nordymade.com. Also, I just noticed that I have a highlight on here. It says Kiss FM. Oh, That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. I feel very special. <laughs> you should have several. You have- <laughs> so I'm looking at your pieces on here and it's very, the aesthetic is very like light and airy, I guess would be the best way to describe it. It's it's minimal. So what if these people, if someone right now listening isn't looking at what I'm looking at, at the different shapes that you have, how would you describe your jewelry? that you make? I would say that it's minimalist and it's kind of Danish inspired. I actually traveled quite a bit as a fashion designer when I was in New York and I absolutely fell in love with Copenhagen in Denmark. And just, I mean, I was drooling over like furniture stores and just the clothing, just, I don't know. And the lifestyle there, everything is like slow and clean and simple. And just they have a really, really good eye for design. It's really clean. Their materials are like natural. Everything is kind of well polished. A lot of neutrals. So I really do feel like you are describing it's Nordy Made exactly okay. right now. And you're talking awesome. no, you're talking about <laughs> yeah. a country and what you experienced there. So it makes total sense that yeah. what you're inspired by, it really is transcending into your work. Oh, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, obviously, New York is really chaotic. And so for me, I'm like really drawn to things that are like simple and clean and like easy on the eye. Like if you went to our house, it's filled with light. See, and that's why I think I was so drawn to your products, because as crazy as my life is and sometimes my apartment can be so unorganized and a mess. But my goal is that same thing. Like, light and bright and minimal and so clean when, and nothing, exactly <clears throat> no clutter nothing exactly around. so when I saw your pieces I was like oh this is perfect because it's something I could wear every day whether I'm on the radio whether I'm doing a photo shoot whether I'm on tv or going on a date no matter what it is yeah this is perfect because it's simple and it just kind of like accents yeah what I already have going on with my outfit yeah, and the idea is, well, like working in fashion, like everything is super fast and you have to be always on trend. What's the next color? What's the next shape? What's happening? And so, and it's so fast and you just go through so many styles. It's really high turnover. And for me, I wanted to focus on, focus on something more that was timeless. You can wear it winter and summer. Oh, absolutely. You could wear it with any color, any season, any style, like it doesn't matter. And you don't have to think about it. And so as a busy mom, like, you mean... 
when I look at my wardrobe that I wore in New York, I'm like, what kind of life did I have? Because <laughs> now I'm like jeans and t-shirt and I put a necklace so on. But and I just true. feel it's like just enough for me to, like I could go and have a drink at well, a bar and I feel can. dressed. I don't feel like I'm in my pajamas, which, you know, skinny jeans and t-shirt, I kind of feel comfortable like I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> so it's just like, it's a little pick-me-up. It catches the light. I like everything to be super shiny and reflective. What are the materials that you use now? They're brass? Brass. I, I only have a couple of concrete styles because I feel like I've moved on to like other things. Mm. So brass, concrete, powder coated brass, walnut, leather, and in winter I had a felted wool. I did. I remember style. that. That was yeah. a cool one. It's funny you were talking <clears throat> about how you were inspired by Danish design and furniture. When I look at some of your pieces, I'm like, I want to hang that on my wall. Like it, the the wood pieces, I think even like these earrings, I'm like, I could line these up and put them on my wall. Yeah, make a little art piece. It's true. <laughs> have you ever thought about, oh, oh maybe I you could. You have no idea. I actually, that's something that I need to kind of be careful of. If I had the time and the resources, I could run so far with this thing, you know, because I still have that New York mentality as much as I want to mm-hmm. slow it down. I get it. I, this <sighs> is my... Literal, and I know life. that's how you are. Yeah, because now <laughs> I I'm can like, see it. You're how living can I help her? How I know. Can I, how can I help I her build this? this part of the company? I get it, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just know, like, I kind of have to hold the reins on myself because you know I have a four year old and he goes to preschool only two and a half hours a day, four days a week. The rest of the time he's with me. So this one so, month we are <clears> talking <throat> about moms, and I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So it's moms who hustle. So you, full time mom who owns her own business. You do everything out of your home, right? Yeah. we So we've designated a room in our house. It's like my little studio. And it's like making, shipping, inventory, like, you know, take photos in there. It's everything. So when yeah. your son is home for the most yeah. of the day, what are you, like, how are you, it's not that you're just typing on a computer. You're making, you're literally yeah. making jewelry with your bare hands. Yeah. I mean, ideally I get ahead of myself and I have like, inventory built up but yeah sometimes it's like sometimes I'll actually kind of oversell and I'm like shoot I don't have that to ship out I'm like Henry (laughs) I gotta make this really quick and send this out you know so I mean sometimes I can give him like paper and like my naughty made stamp or something and I'm like I need you to stamp this paper like a hundred (laughs) times just while I'm over here getting this done you know he sees me working all the time and I think as he's gotten older he's He's become better at, he knows mommy has to work and he'll like be like, can I help you? Can I fill boxes or something? You know, and it's like, I'll give him stuff that he really yeah. can't like mess up. But, you know, he'll play with the little neighbor kids next door. They'll, sometimes my door is open and they're just running between houses. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have a nanny next door. And so she's usually taking care of it's cool. the girls next door. So it's, every day is different. I mean, sometimes he's like, mom, 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 like I want you, I need you to, you know, I want a snack. I want to, and you know, I'm stopping and starting. It's not seamless and it's not ideal but I'm just I'm making it work because it's like I mean he's not going to be four forever I have to tell my husband like this is you know I know this seems crazy right now and I'm staying up to two in the morning and it's not I don't recommend it every day it's not sustainable (laughs) but it's not forever like it will get no and I feel like you might be through the worst of it at this point yeah well because I've set it up you know and now it's just like as I get busier the only thing now would be a transition into like okay do I need help with Henry like some after school care or do I need uh an intern like you know which I mean I was an intern that's how I got my job so you have no one that helps you with any of it no, just, I mean, sometimes my mother-in-law will come over and help me stuff boxes yeah, or something like that. But not like... The Instagram is all no, you. No, everything is all me. The pictures. All everything is it. all me. Oh, except for, I mean, my husband 
um, has taken the product shot. So if you see something so we'll like some laid, okay. oh yeah, yeah. No, if you see something <laughs> laid down that looks Flat. like it's yeah, yeah. Like the product shots are all him. Okay, and he's amazing. But all the creative, like all the other stuff, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I'm doing that when Henry's around too. You know, he's like, mom, and I'm like, I gotta get this shot. <laughs> so before we started recording, I you were saying to me like, yeah, it's so crazy having a kid. You know, it's a lot of work. And I said, do you want more kids? And your response to me was, yeah, um, <laughs> um, I just, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. I think I'm, my hands are really full right now and I don't know what that would look like. Cause you know, my whole family's in Ireland. My, we have my mother-in-law here, but she's in Kirkland and she's very hands off. Um, she's older too. And so like, if I had help, if I had, if our situation changed where I was able to outsource either care or something, or I don't know how to live in nanny, like. I think I would have a kid for my kid, maybe. <laughs> so he had someone else. Um, that's just like a selfless mom thing. My husband's like, we're good. We're good. We're good. We got um, one. We got one. <laughs> but it's true. I feel like a lot it's of moms, so almost all moms have to make that decision. You know, you have a career, whether it is your own business at home or you're working at a corporation for someone. There are times where you have to sit down and say, OK, do I want to grow my family or do I want to grow my career? And it sucks that we have to make yeah. that decision and have that one or the other thing yeah I think what's hard as well I you know I've been home with Henry for four years now he's only been in preschool for six months but it's like staying home with a baby and like when you like kind of walk away from your career and everything like it's great and I it was the kind of a refreshing break that I needed but then after a while I'm just like oh my gosh my confidence disappeared my social skills disappeared my brain was definitely disappearing and it was really scary like I was I felt like I was I was just constantly like I wanted to fall asleep standing up it was crazy I was forgetful and I felt I felt kind of sad you know I was just like wow I need to like shake this like I I need to do something almost all moms go through this how old was Henry when this was happening I mean, I don't know. I think, well, I think I really started pushing myself when he was like two, and two was, and a half. When did you start Nordy Made? How old was he? I know you started the baby blankets and stuff like that yeah. before he was born. But when did it switch to jewelry? How old was he? Two and a half. Yeah, he was like two and a half. So you found a creative outlet. Yeah. Which now turned into this amazing company that you own. Yeah, it's honestly been so organic. Like I did not plan this. <laughs> Speaking to that, how did you get people to buy your product? Like, how did you, you made this jewelry and then what? Like, who did you sell it to and how have you grown this into a business? Well, first of all, I mean, with the necklaces and stuff, obviously I I was wearing them. Planters were in my home. My friends were like, oh my gosh, can you make me one? You should totally sell these. You know, so I was getting like those little seeds planted and I was like, oh, maybe. Like, I don't know how serious I can really be about that. But to start a company just seems crazy right now because I'm, time with a baby and he needs me all the time and then my husband needs me and the house needs me <laughs> so in west seattle west seattle is like such a nurturing community and it's a really special place i don't know i've never been anywhere like it and basically you know there's a lot of supportive people and moms and stuff there and so i'm on like the west seattle moms facebook group and there was one mom's like hey you know i know there's a lot of creative people on here we're gonna do this little pop-up um on the run up to christmas like so if you want to participate like reach out and we're gonna put something together and so i was like oh this might be a good idea because it's like super low-key no pressure 
a bunch of moms. <laughs> and you just, you know, and I was like, why don't I just try it at least just to get a read, like just a gauge kind of see, response yeah. and see like, is it, do people really like this? I don't know. And so I sat up there and it was like a huge hit and I didn't, I had, it blew me away. I had what no idea. What did that idea. feel like? Because before that you just had friends obviously telling yeah. you, like, what are you doing? I want this. But it was like confirmation that I was doing something. I felt like it was helping me more than anyone else. Um, well, you know what course. I mean? I knew I liked it. And so just to have that validation, like, oh, I like it too. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's awesome. And, you know, people were asking me, hey, where, where else can I buy this? Can I order online? Do you have an Etsy store? And I was like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> but maybe I should. I don't know. And so that kind of started the ball rolling. And then people that took my business card, I mean, I printed my business cards out at home and cut them out by hand. <laughs> I was like, here's my business card. <laughs> Sorry, they're not professional. But people followed up with me and, you know, people's husbands were like, hey, my wife saw you at this little pop-up. I need to stop by and get her something for Christmas. Oh my God. So there's literally people coming to my house. Was your husband like, what is happening? I'm like, people are coming by to pick up necklaces. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, how That's does this work? So crazy. They're coming to the house. I'm like, sure. I mean, they're just, they're so, like neighbors. They're West Seattle people. <laughs> so at this point, you hadn't really had a place for people to buy things. So were people mm-hmm. just paying you cash for stuff? Cash and like PayPal, PayPal or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, so super simple. And then when, when I started up Instagram and like that was like kind of out of my comfort zone honestly like Instagram putting myself out there like that's just not who I am well and I feel and, like sorry I don't want to cut you off but you okay. and I we know each other we've met each other a few times but like mm-hmm. this is the most we've talked obviously at oh, this for sure. point but I do feel like there are times where like oh I don't know that's not me or that's kind of out of my comfort zone and I'm like no you got this like you are awesome and you need to put yourself out there you need to I know you believe in your product but I feel like sometimes you kind of are scared a little bit am I off by yeah, saying that no you're totally right and, and the you, thing is uh, the thing is my husband like like he almost like shook me one day yeah. and he was like dude like you were such a badass in New York and I was like dude I'm a mom now things so have changed what? you are still but it badass. changes you it's weird like it changes your nervous system it just changes I'm how sure. you see the world how you see yourself protective and I'm still honestly I mean I think I'm almost there but I think I'm still I'm still working on getting back to like me, the badass that was in New York that knew who I was and what I was about. And so it's like, I'm definitely getting better. Like, this is an amazing opportunity right here. I, this is not something I, you know, I have first like this. podcast? Yeah, <laughs> first, there's a lot, been a lot of firsts, but this is my first podcast. I'm just not a confident speaker and stuff like that. So this is like huge. And it's like proof that I am moving forward and coming out of my comfort zone and like, going for it i'm sure there's yeah. so and it sucks that i can't relate but i'm not saying what you're saying is wrong like i know there are so many moms that can relate to you and say maybe you did kind of lose yourself in this process because you yeah. give everything you have to this tiny human for sure and you wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> yeah but it is crazy for me to hear you say i'm just getting back to being myself and your son is four years old yeah That's- it took like three Three years for me to really be like, oh, there you are. You know, yeah, you give so much. And I think just being creative has really allowed me to remember who I am and who I was. Well, imagine if you didn't have Nordy made. <laughs> are you getting emotional? Are you going to be the first person to cry on this podcast? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's time to open the beer you brought. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Cheryl brought Guinness. Do I need to come over there and hug you? I'm going to open it. Hold on. Don't hug me. It'll oh, make it worse. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I promise I didn't shake it. <laughs> so you brought Guinness, which is very fitting. It's very appropriate. But I was like, um, I don't think this is gluten free, so I'm only going to have a little of it before yeah, I'm you, running you can, out of the you, middle. You, of can this just, you can just smell it. <laughs> well, first of all, now that it's open, cheers to you on being a badass. Cheers. From one badass to another, Working I'm telling it. you, you're a badass. Working on it. <laughs> okay, I'm a badass. You are. All you right. have your own I'm, company. Mm hmm. You hand make things, necklaces, a lot of things, <laughs> and yeah. earrings, and beautiful pieces of art that people then put on themselves, and they feel confident, and they feel awesome, and they can be like, "Oh my god, I feel my best self. I look great. I love this." You're doing that to how many other people? Like, do yeah. you realize what you're? Yeah, you may say, oh, "I'm just making jewelry," but when people buy your product, they're buying it because they like it and it makes them feel good. Yeah, and that's that's what I hope because it's. It's like, and that's part of like my branding is like, I want people to have a little piece of that lifestyle. I, lo like, I love <laughs> you that you're being so real. Ah! Well, that was why I wanted to do this month. Makes me emotional. No, it's true. <laughs> I wanted to do this month yeah. because being a mom is, a, is something that I obviously don't know anything about. I've got two cats and that's the most I can relate to. And that is nothing. And they're amazing cats. Thank you. I'm also Getting, a cat lady. I need to put some jewelry on them, I think. Some already made <laughs> on them. Right. Little necklaces. But I've seen... Since moving to Seattle, I've gained a lot of friends who are moms, new moms, or they've got five-year-olds, whatever it may be. And I see how hard they work at being a mom and how hard they work on their passion. And mm -hmm. it's not to knock anyone who has a day job and a side hustle, but I'm willing to bet that you work harder than people who have a full-time job, don't have kids, and have a side hustle. I mean, there are people who do all three things, and that's a oh, whole yeah. other world. But you, you being a mom, you're selfless. And being a stay-at-home mom, you're even more selfless because that's your job. Your job is keeping another human alive all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, on top of that, you decide to spend your time not just having a service or a product where you can kind of set it and forget it, where people can just go on online and shop. You, Cheryl, are hand-making every single item I'm that crazy. people uh, yeah, you are, <laughs> I'm crazy. are buying. I think yeah. that's what you're talking about. Why are you crazy? Why is, I, I always overdo it. I always overdo it. That's just been my, yeah, I don't know. My mom would always say to me, you're always go, you're always burning the candle at both ends. You're going to yeah. kill yourself. And I'm this like, This is well, why we work well together. I know. Well, it's like, I don't know, do what you love. You know, and it's like that was creating something was part of me. It's like, you know, I can take care of a tiny human all day, but I wasn't taking care of myself. And so that is part of self-care for me. Like at night when everybody goes to bed from eight o'clock till midnight or two or whatever it is, it's quiet. I'm listening to your podcast and I'm oh making God, you. or like, you know, printing orders or just like trying to fill inventory or whatever or figure out what to post on Instagram. And so it's quiet. Like everyone's sleeping. It's dark. And honestly, I've always been a night owl, like just gone to art school and like I'm always like it and it's kind of an isolating thing as well which you kind of need though I feel after but, yeah I mean having a kid is yeah. noisy having a boy who's bouncing off the wall mm -hmm. is really noisy so it's for me it's like peaceful yeah I can really get lost like in the process and so when you let's go back to that pop-up what year was that what Christmas was that that was I think that was oh, was it 2017 so 2017 December people kind of first met Nordy yeah. made. Yeah. When did you meet Shandon, the owner of Allaire? Okay, so yeah, I actually met her through Ashley, who started that little pop-up. She was actually selling baby blankets at Allaire. <gasps> she now has, I think she's taken a step back and she's doing a website, web design or something. She kind of reached out and was like, 
hey, Shandon, this is Cheryl. Cheryl says, Shandon. She was like, you know, she was just at our pop-up. Her stuff is amazing. And I think it would do really great at your store, you know. And Shandon, of course, was like, bring your stuff over. I want to see it. Like, <clears throat> let me see what you got. And so I walked in there and I was super nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like really happening. This is like a wholesaler. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't have professional business cards printed out. Like, I'm just like winging it. <laughs> and so I showed up and she totally broke the ice, you know. Obviously, of course she did. Super cool and down to earth. <laughs> and I freaking love her. And so, yeah, she I put it out, put everything out. And she was like, oh, I like that one. I like that. And then she was like, you know what? Whatever. Give me. I'll have it all. Just. I'll take it all. Give me one of everything. And I was like, what? Are you sure? And she was like, don't ask me, am I sure? Just like send me an invoice and I'll <laughs> just, you know. And it, she's been so good to work with. And that's, we've become like great friends and she's like super easy and we'll bounce ideas off each other. And it's funny because like I've made a couple of mistakes, but I'm like glad I made them with her because like, I'm like, it's Shandon. She's and so cool and she's you. my and, friend. And that's what's great about, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I forgot to put the necklace hangers on there or something, you know? And she's like, guess what? And I'm like, oh, did I do it again? <laughs> she's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> but it's great having someone like that who oh, for believes sure. in you and wants you to succeed and tells you when you yeah. messed up. I feel like I wouldn't be here without Shandon. Like I, or I wouldn't have really continued to push it and as fast as I have and as hard as I have if she wasn't behind me saying girl just do it we're all winging it we're all learning together like just you got this and don't sweat the small stuff yeah you know what I mean and it's like I'm like she's right yeah she's right but like without hearing that you know because you're just like a person trying to make it work especially so early on you have so many questions and self-doubt and stuff and she's just like I mean I own a store and she's like I've never owned a store before and I'm like you're right you haven't (laughs) you know so it's been really good having her support like she's been like so amazing like she connected me with my lawyer and you know who I could ask questions about standing up an LLC and I met you through her and oh my gosh I met so many people it's crazy so you said Shannon connected you with a lawyer you didn't have an LLC or any of that done when you met Shannon right no so you were selling to her without an LLC without a website really because you just had Etsy yeah I didn't have a no I didn't even have Etsy at the time <laughs> I had line sheets I was like I worked <laughs> you can do that I worked in I worked in in fashion and there's a lot of line sheets flying around so I'm like line sheets I can do so Shannon, but I have to figure out the other stuff later <laughs> I, I know the story that Shannon went to you at the time and said hey I think Seattle Times is going to feature you was it Christmas gift guide yeah or- it was the um, Seattle Times holiday gift guide but this was back in 2018 and she's like I think they want to write about you but you they they need somewhere probably to send customers. <clears throat> Where can they find you? Where can people find your stuff? And she was like, obviously here, but like try to get a website, try to get Etsy, you know, up yeah. and running or wherever you're going to sell. And I was like, shoot, like talk about motivation. Like I literally got off the phone with her, did a happy dance and was like, all right, it's go time. <laughs> and I literally built my website three weeks, which you had talked about Love before. Wicks. Yeah, super easy. I did that and opened an Etsy store within like two weeks, like working through the night, just like just to get it done because I felt like I had a deadline. I was like, if this is going to happen, like I need a place for people to go. And the thing is, like after all of that, the sweating and the, you know, getting stuff done all the late nights, you know, taking care of a kid during the day and then staying up all night, like I got it done and they didn't feature me. Then, like, good thing though. I'm glad, but that good thing. Maybe Shannon lied to you, and she just wanted I think you to she, get all that done. I think she wanted to, get, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> yeah. So 
they didn't feature me, but they did the following year. Cool. So in 2000, 2018, that was 2017. Okay. So originally yeah. they wanted to feature you in 2017. Yeah. But they didn't. And then in 2018. So they 2018. Did. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the Seattle Seattle Times holiday gift guide, you know, the big stack that comes yep. out Thanksgiving. Cool. It's huge newspaper. So I was in there with other Pacific Northwest brands like Filson and Pendleton. What? And I was like, what? <laughs> so I, that was amazing. But That's I wouldn't so have, cool. I, I feel like, you know, that was Shandon's connection. And so. That's so cool. Yeah. So why is it called Nordy Made? Can you explain that? Because I don't, you've never told me that story okay. of what Nordy means. Yeah. So there's three reasons, very obvious reasons to me why, why I chose the name. So I, I actually had the name before I even had the product. <laughs> like when I, you know, was making stuff for Henry, I was you know, maybe I'll have a, uh, you know, a company someday. Maybe there'll be baby stuff. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. And I just wanted to be creative. So I was like, oh, I should just, you know, think of a name and just dream a little. And so Nordy Made happened pretty quickly because I, I think I wanted to do something handmade. You know, when you work in okay, fashion, it it's, makes sense, yeah, yeah it, you work in fashion, like obviously you're sketching and stuff and picking out fabrics, but there's a lot, you're not making the clothes. So I think I wanted just to get back into that, the more of the making aspect of it. And then Nordy, so back because I'm from Belfast, Northern Ireland, if I go to the South, Southern Irish people would call me a Nordy because I'm from the North. And it's not necessarily like, a good thing. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, they're kind of, our country has a history. Right. So, I mean, it's a lot better now. People all joke about it. The only um, thing I know about Belfast is the part of Sons of Anarchy when they go there. Oh, okay. Did you watch the show? I didn't. Okay. No. It's part of the mob part okay. of yeah. Belfast. Yeah, that's oh, all yeah. I know about Ireland. Girl, I got stories. <laughs> but yeah, so basically when a, a person from the south of Ireland says Northy, uh-huh. like Northy, like N O R T H Y, yeah. it sounds like Nordy because they oh. how how they pronounce like the T H. It's Nordy. it's really funny, but they spell it Nordy as well. It's like in the right, Urban right. Dictionary or whatever, just because of how they pronounce it. So I am a Nordy. I'm from Northern Ireland, and then oh, that's so cute. And the second part, um, the second reason why I felt it was appropriate, it's Nordic inspired. Of course, you know, having traveled to Denmark and yeah, it's so and Scandinavian, Nordic. Danish. And we're in Modern. the north. And and that's the third yeah. reason. Oh, and so Pacific Northwest. So yeah, and it's like Seattle is like a really inspiring place too. Like I, I definitely feel like I want to incorporate that in the brand as well, you know. So it's north, north, north. It's Nordy. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That is it's I never realized, I guess, where the name came from. I never really yeah. thought about it, it yeah it was really obvious to me and I it really stuck and I tried to brainstorm other ideas and my husband's like why are you try why like it's perfect like that's that's like it's like so perfect and I'm like you're right and so then I designed the logo and obviously that's when the Pacific Northwest came into it because it's like my logo yeah, the mountains. D has a little tree and yeah, has cute. all mountains off to the left what is your the most difficult part about owning your business is there something where you're like I wish I didn't have this problem is it? Uh, that's a good question. People understanding what you do. Is it word of? Is it getting it out there more? Is there one thing where like oh, I wish this was easier? The bookkeeping. I mean, I had prior experience with QuickBooks, but desktop, and so I got the online version just because of you know how. I mean, everything is online now. I just thought it would be mm-hmm. easier, but I I don't think I had the right bookkeeper. I think a lot of things were kind of left undone. And I, so that kind of stressed me out is like the bookkeeping side of it. Cause obviously, you know, you create an LLC, you mm-hmm. know, you, you have to 
pay taxes and everything. So each quarter would come around and I feel like I just could have used more guidance on how to do things right and to prepare things or have someone just prepare those things for me to get ready for tax time. Because I felt like I spent a lot of time trying to figure it out and understand it and research. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to make stuff. I want to pay someone to do it. So I'm, I kind of learned the hard way. And I'm actually having, I'm paying someone now to clean up my books and reconcile everything. And I'm going to move forward with her. She's been an absolute champion. Like, she's been amazing. It's funny because every time. It's been huge. I've talked to someone on this podcast. Most of them are super creative. And their their (laughs) answer to that often is the finance stuff. I can't figure it out. And it's cool to see, though, that there are different kinds of people in this world. Those who make and those who Make sure you're making money off of the things you make. Yeah, properly. and put everything in the right categories. And yeah, it's, you know, reconcile the bank every month or whatever, you know. So it's like, you know, I would say to anyone, if you're starting out in business, that like that's a really good investment. And I know it feels kind of painful to pay, so, you know, because they're not cheap to pay someone by hour. But I just feel like, you know, a good bookkeeper is worth their weight in gold. And it's just, it's going to save you money and time, which is so And lawsuits are yeah. lost. Well, uh, Audits and all. Um, oh. <laughs> again, the hell do I know what I'm talking about? Not lawsuits. Yeah, <laughs> like the ta- with the that. taxes and no yeah, things. it's not. No, it could get messy really quickly. I think, and so I'm just trying to correct it now so I can move forward on a clean slate. Do you yeah. feel like Instagram is a huge part of your business? Because your Instagram is awesome, and I know people oh, see your products you. on there. But do you? think people come across your page and like I'm buying this I just found it I don't know how I found it but I'm buying it like I mentioned before Instagram isn't like putting myself out there isn't like I still sometimes have a little bit of stage fright definitely in the earlier days but it's been huge actually for me even just when I go there I'm like oh everything's light and like it's a place where I can go and almost find peace you know I'm like but yeah I feel like I have gotten a lot of sales through Instagram and actually people that have commented or reached out to me they're like oh I, f- I found you like through Carla Marie even oh, or you hi. know <laughs> yeah and, and even on Etsy as well people are like oh I saw you you know I found your stuff That's like awesome. on Carla Marie's yeah post or whatever but yeah Instagram I mean before I even had my Etsy store my website people would literally just be like oh my gosh where can I buy this and I'm like uh just send me a message like what do you want <laughs> and so I mm-hmm. I had my line sheets and I was like, here's the prices. And they would PayPal me the money. Like they that, would just People send trust me. you That's, that, for no reason. And that <laughs> felt weird to me. I was like, okay, this, I, it was more like I didn't want them to feel weird. I didn't want people to it's think like, like I'm just paying. Also don't buy things from strangers. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So I felt like I was like, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable with that. And that there has to be a dialogue. Like some people just want to check out and move on like they don't want to be like oh how much is this and ask questions and have to like email you you know mm-hmm. I was like people are busy so yeah people would pay pay pa- like one girl from like Australia was like oh my gosh I want to buy this for my partner like and actually men have bought my necklaces too cool. so sometimes sure, I'm like hashtag it, unisex <laughs> it's true they really are so you've got <laughs> necklaces earrings you do have some rings I have just one ring style. Yeah, then, I have one ring style. Because I, I actually, I think if I'm going to do more rings, I want to get into gold fill. Oh, I don't know what that means, but yeah. it sounds cool. Well, it's like because brass, I mean, you use your hands a lot. You sweat. I don't know. Brass can be oh, weird on your hands. Okay. and can turn, You're washing your hands. Soap gets under there. And then it can just turn weird. I don't know. And that's, it, for me, 
like I don't want to buy brass rings for that reason. So for me, it's like, well, what do I want? Well, I want a gold one. So why don't I just do gold? It's like all the necklaces and earrings that I make. It's like I want to wear them. Can so I come I over make... one day and we make things? Sure. Oh you want to do that? Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, I give you my little video. Japanese saws and like. What is that? Cool. What? Oh, it's the Japanese. Oh, they make the best tools. <laughs> You're <laughs> geeking out over tools. Oh, my gosh. I Me and my it. husband both, we share tools. We both love tools. He has like a full set and he's like, he's like, babe, do you have my drill? And I'm like, no, you had it last. <laughs> you know, we're like, yeah, we're swapping over. I to- love that. Yeah. yeah. So the question I ask everyone is the app they use to help them with their side hustle. What app do you use? Okay. I don't use a ton of apps. I probably should. It would probably keep me more organized. I would have to say that Preview is a good one. Preview is, it helps you just kind of organize your Instagram posts. You know, I like to have like a lot of space to have it like not too cluttered. Mm -hmm. So it just helps me set it up visually before I post. You can also like schedule posts on there, like of what you're going to say and your hashtags and stuff. But I I usually just do that on the fly. So it's more like the visual stuff. Do you have a schedule on how often you post to Instagram or do you just like, well, it feels like I should post today? Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I don't have a schedule. Sometimes I think I should. I try not to get into the numbers game. I try not to watch my followers. I don't want to like get stressed out or anything. And so for me... Yeah, like I don't want to post three times a day. I can't wrap my head around that. No. I just sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I haven't posted for a while. Yeah, but your but time then is I better quickly, served making. Yeah, but then I, I then I quickly I can remind myself I can quickly say to myself like, you know what, you work for yourself. No one's telling you you have to post three times a day. Right. So don't do it. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then I'll just move on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How do I get to that? So point? I just try. Yeah. I just, I mean, you're in a different, you're yeah, in a no different. no one's telling me what to do. Yeah. Well. <laughs> one day. One day. Um, you said that you had fashion experience, no jewelry experience. You were making the planters. But how did you actually learn how to make the jewelry? I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I love this. <laughs> and I Googled if I came up against like a problem or anything. I would just Google it, do research, find. And yeah, I mean, and actually, there's one um, jewelry designer. She's based out of Tacoma. She's called the Silent Goddess. I want to just kind of give her a little shout out. I asked her about like jewelry tumblers because I was literally sanding and polishing and doing all oh. the metal work like by hand myself. My hands were black, like it was just dust, you know, and I was like, okay, I got to really, and, you know, I was, it was a multiple step process, you know, to clean the brass and everything after I had like cut it and everything. And so I reached out to her and I was like, hey, like, can you recommend a jewelry tumble? I was looking at this one and she was like, that's exactly the one I would recommend. Oh, and cool. she's like so knowledgeable. She's so pro. But I was like, you know, I kind of did my own research as well. Um, so honestly, I think that it's, a, everything's been done before. We live in a time where the, the information is already out yeah. there. Like you can put, figure it out. If you want to do it, you can figure it out. So what would you, you say to a stay-at-home yeah. mom who's listening to this podcast who has a passion of something she's always wanted to do but is scared to do it? One thing that has always kind of stuck with me is so I have this like one-liner that literally like I've kind of had going through my head since even like my undergraduate. Like the biggest risk in life is to take no risk at all. Why not try it? It's like even if you fail, I think you you still get a takeaway. Like you'll still learn from it. So you kind of have nothing to lose. You know, it's like you, if you learn something, you still you still come away with something. So it's like you only have to gain. You could be successful or you could learn a really good lesson. I love that. 
So why not? I could also listen to you talk all day. So. Oh my goodness. I probably sound really weird over audio. No. I know I like, you know, you listen to like voicemail of yourself. You're like, oh my goodness. Well, I'm, I'm used I'm to hearing su- myself. I, I'm such a mod. My accent's all mixed. <laughs> I've been all over. You have been all over. Oh Missouri, New York, Ireland. And yeah, uh, there was one more. Denmark, right? Oh, well, I mean, I traveled there for you work, there. but I, okay. I didn't stay there. I wish I had have. But, so yeah. before we go today, I do want to talk about some yeah. of the awesome people that you have worked with and helped out also in this side hustlers community that we've all kind of created together. So obviously Shandon, she's yeah. the one who connected us. She is the, the saint. Yeah. In she all is of this. the mayor of West Seattle. Yeah. Right. She is the mayor of West Seattle. She really is. Uh, which by the way, you can check out all Shandon. Her episode is in here as well, but alairseattle.com, A-L-A-I-R is everything Shandon. Yeah. Laura Burkhart, who will be on a future episode, but she Yay. is an awesome local artist who was featured on Netflix's Stay Here, and she makes this amazing woodwork. But you were a part of her full moon market. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, my gosh. That was such a that, cool... I it love was, going there. I want to go back, but I my schedule has been, like, crazy. I'm doing, like, other stuff, you know? So that market was amazing, and Laura is amazing. So, yeah, she's so inspiring. And oh I actually, gosh. at that event, love those her. of you who listen for... Uh, who also listen to Elvis Duran in the morning show, I bought Danielle from that show a necklace... From you at that event for oh. her birthday. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's who that was for? Yeah. How oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know this crazy world. But also in that, um, who does the full moon market with Laura is Tawny, who's going to be on next week's episode. Yay. But you've done other markets and pop-ups and a ton of them at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, I kind of pick and choose. It's like, I I mean, I could be a lot busier than I am, but I'm just trying to take it like. Well, we keep- met. I want to keep it manageable. Of course. Like crazy. But I finally <laughs> but got yeah. to meet you in real life. You were doing a pop-up at West Elm. Oh, yeah, that's right. How did you yeah. How did you get into West Elm for a pop-up? They contacted me. I that's don't know. Crazy. They were, I mean, I think they have, I think it's it's more popular now and they have a, like a lot of them going on. But yeah, they, they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we just saw your Instagram. We thought it'd be really cool if you did like a pop-up. You'd be perfect in our store. Yeah, you would. And I was like... Oh my gosh, I would I would love that. And actually, when I went down there and I'd set up, my first customer literally said to me, "Was she walked past and she was like, wow, I didn't know West Elm made jewelry. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, they don't. I do, but thank you. That's oh, like that the is, best compliment I've true. ever received. Seriously, it really is. Like, you could put this on the West Elm website and sell it for $380 and I think people would buy it. Because <laughs> that's how much it would yeah, cost. <laughs> that's how much it would be. I'm telling you, check out all of Cheryl's stuff. But you've also done stuff with the Aventus. You've oh done styled shoots with them. Yeah, I did two styled shoots with them. They are amazing. They've, yeah, they picked my jewelry up for two shoots that they were doing, one up in the... Cascade Mountains that recently got published in the spring issue of Wed Venture magazine. How cool is that? Super awesome. Like four page spread. Those girls are incredible. The photographer as well. Like she totally nailed it. That's really um, cool. Brittany Hyatt. Yeah. And then you get obviously the content and you get yeah. to repurpose it. Yeah. And like all the photos, like tons of photos. So, it's, so it's I like, love this. I'm like a proud mom, like looking yeah. at all because you sent me the list of all the people that you've worked with who have been on the podcast. Yeah. You also have Tiffany from Sweet Pea Beauty, and you're probably thinking, "What does well, makeup was... have to do with anything?" Yeah. Tiffany sells your pieces. Yeah, at she's like, Sweet Pea. "Hey, can I wholesale some of your stuff to my customers?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm That's like, so... "I, you know, I heard your podcast and whatever, and like, yeah, we've started. A, I'm going to get." 
No, but we're, I'm going to go down there and get my eyebrows done. I'm a redhead. I kind of need some work. <laughs> I love it. That is so freaking cute. So, yeah, I can't wait to meet her. She's awesome. Well, like I'm Tiffany. happy that you're part of the Side Hustlers Thank family, you. like, officially now. Oh, my gosh. You've got your, your entrance in now with the podcast. Thank you for coming on today. And for the month of May, you're going to give Side Hustlers listeners 15% off with code Carla Marie, right? Yeah. Okay. So go NordyMade.com. Go buy everything now and <laughs> support Cheryl NordyMade on Instagram. Give her all the love and go relax and look at her beautiful Instagram. Oh, thank you. And thank you for coming in. Thank you for Cheers. having me. It's been awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. <laughs> what did you say? Slancha. <laughs> what does that mean? It means cheers in Gaelic. Well, Irish. learn something today. Which I'm not. <laughs> You can support Cheryl at NordyMade.com or at NordyMade on Instagram. Use code Carla Marie for 15% off. Thank you, as always, for listening to Side Hustlers. It truly means the world to me that you take time out of your day to listen to what I've put together with this podcast. And I know it means even more to the people sharing their story about their small business. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You can follow me at the Carla Marie on all social media, but please send all of your thoughts, ideas, and recommendations because I'm always looking for them to side hustlers podcast at gmail.com. I'm even toying around with the idea of adding a second episode every week where I answer your questions about literally anything. So send your questions there. And if you can't wait until next Monday to hear from me, you can listen to my morning show on our iHeartRadio app. It's Kiss FM Seattle. Just search for that. Or if you're in Washington or in the Seattle area, it's 106.1 on your dial. And you can also hear the replay. Search for Carla Marie and Anthony. We've got a podcast version of our morning show. I'm also on the Last Call podcast and My Day Friday podcast. Talk about a side hustle. Till next week, keep hustling. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.